comedy legend Frank Skinner is back on stage with his first stand-up show in four years. I think a man of my age saying my girlfriend is sort of on a level with a man of my age saying my skateboard. Live in London this June at the Edinburgh Festival in August and touring across the country this autumn. It's what I would call an Elton John joke. It's a little bit funny. Book tickets now at frankskinnerlive.com. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Anyway, this is Frank Skinner on uh, Absolute <laughs> Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 81215. We like that. Makes us feel like, interactive and like we're all one big um, loving radio family. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. We like that a bit less, but we don't hate it. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing is, at Frank on the radio, we only... Um, our only reservation, when I say our, I mean mine, mm. is, is, um, it feels a bit more modern. Uh, at Frank on the radio, but it's fine. I don't, I don't judge. And uh, email the show via the Absolute Radio website is the other thing. Obviously, that's I'm agnostic on that. Mm. You know, they're stopping likes on Instagram, oh, um, which I think can only be a positive thing. They're is that not, the upturned thumb? They're tr- yeah, they're trialing it out. I believe in Australia. I think Upturned Thumb might be a different um, social media platform. I think a like on Insta is a love heart. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, yes, thumb I've might seen. be a Facebook. No, but I'm trying to encourage or, him. Or YouTube, okay. or I don't know. It's all body across. parts, both yeah. internal and external, <laughs> from the digit to the awful. So from now on, you'll only be, and they think they're going to bring that here, um, so from now on you'll only be able to see, view your own likes, but other people, they won't be displayed to the world. Oh. The idea being that it's sort of encouraging, uh, you know, bad things in the youths. I don't... Uh, in terms it? of low self-esteem, apparently, because oh. they compare each other's likes. There right. you go. That's good to know. Okay. The end of likes. <laughs> if, if there are any young people who do get bogged down in that uh, worrying bogged about... Bogged down? I bet he gets a lot. <laughs> so he's still got the safari suit jacket. Oh, gosh, I imagine he'll wear that um, in memoriam. I was just going to offer some uh, sage advice to young people that do get caught up in the my friend has got more likes for their most recent post than me. Yeah. May I recommend stoicism? Yeah, try that. Civic duty there. Are you giving it your heart or your thumb? <laughs> I'll give it both. Okay. Yeah. Now it's um. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm it is. I can understand that really. Can people you? being okay. hurt by lack of likes. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. I suppose we but all. I can't laugh. imagine as comics you would approve of this. Well, I mean, a, a laugh is a like. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I don't want them to remove that completely. <laughs> God. God knows. I've done. I've done my bit. To, uh, yeah. To try and uh, <laughs> keep keep a lid on it, <laughs> but um, no, I think uh, I think um, that's interesting news. I think. Okay. What well, about retweeting? Some... Is that going to go? Oh. No, we still have that. all the modern but, lingo, aren't you? No, but I'm just, I love it when he says retweeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the occasions I look at people's Twitter accounts, if you got rid of retweeting, that there would be there would be scant places mm. indeed. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of it is I'm having that. A lot. Yeah, that is the philosophy. Is. Well, I mean, we can't encourage that. Well, I've oh, got no, you pay a lot. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but you include that's considered bad form, isn't it? You can't be steal material, but you're you're paying homage to the person by including their well, you handle. Did, yeah, that's true. Actually, they, okay. they're, cre- they're credited. Thank you. I think Frank's argument is that in real life, he prefers a person who has original thought rather than is constantly oh, quoting. thin on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> they are indeed thin on the ground. <laughs> but you know, we you still find you never know where you're going to find them. You could be on a ferry. Having a, having, a, having a mac and cheese on a ferry <laughs> and uh, a bloke next to you says something like you played the, the ground dogs BPD I love that and you think whoa you know that moment when a beam of light goes across yeah. a room and mm. two people connect like that <laughs> And you notice it's, it's just a bloke I'm talking to about music. Now, in the old days, it would have been some <laughs> fabulous woman who I... But that's gone. Um, but, but now it's people who, who I actually can talk to. It's uh, lovely. I, uh, we live in hope. Of course, we may have already met the last person we truly connect with. Sombre. <laughs> Absolute radio. <laughs> Dear, dear F-E-N-A, this is from Gary and Saffron Walden. Oh, yeah. One of the last Garys. Yeah. The dying Garys. I'm not saying that you're dying, Gary. It's a horrible thing. No, we all are. There was a news, there was a yeah. news thing, wasn't there? There are no more Garys have been born, I think, for at least two they're, years. They're on the dwindle. Last week you spoke about the theme tune to Mr Bean and also regularly mentioned the series Some Mothers Do Have Them. Mm-hmm. Do we mention that regularly? Yeah, we do. We say little bit of jabber. Pretty much oh, yeah, on a weekly that basis. That is true, yeah. I, I hadn't really picked up at that, but yes, you're right. Are you guys aware that the theme tune for Some Mothers Do Have Them is Morse code for Some Mothers Do Have Them? No apostrophe, obviously. Do you see? Oh, Unsure if this is a big moment. Praise redacted. Gary Mantle. Well, I to me, it sounds like it might not be true. OK, but, can we get um, some boffins working on this, please, in white coats? I used to use that theme tune in snooker halls. Did you? Because I found if you play snooker and you go... <laughs> and then leave it, just complete, carry on playing, <laughs> within a minute, or sometimes it could be two or three minutes, you'd get... <laughs> for someone who didn't even know they were doing it, but you'd planted it in their brain. Oh, OK. <laughs> but, um, if someone could confirm... I don't believe that. I'm going to say... Sorry, Gary, I'm not saying you're lying, but I think um, I think you're buying into a, 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 a bogusness. Urban myth. Yeah, I think it's an urban myth. One of it those feels urban like, myths. I don't know, I've never heard it before, but... Um, OK. I'd be very happy to hear that it's true, but it doesn't sound right to me. Mm. Not to Frank... Well, we've had um, we've had a we haven't done an idiotic eureka moment on this show for a little while. Well, we sort of stopped them, didn't they? Because um, because we got fed up with them. I think, oh, the, what, I what think they, the quality deteriorated yeah, a little. Well, inevitably, um, you know, it's like TFI Friday. We keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well, that's that just happens. an example. That came out of nowhere. There's lots of other examples, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I try, I try to pick one a little further from home. <laughs> um, but um, so what I, I, I it is a idiotic eureka moment mm. is that you realise something that most people realised a long time ago. And you've only just got yes. it, basically. Mm. And the example I often give is that Sooty and Sweep are both references to the chimney sweeping business mm-hmm. in their own 
right. Yes. And I, I never realised that till I was... Oh, didn't you? Well, until someone wrote in and said it. No, I never got that. Well, we've had an email entitled The Ultimate Idiotic Eureka Moment, question mark. Morning, gang. I believe, I've, I believe I have experienced the ultimate idiotic eureka moment. Yesterday, I was riding the Circle Line in London, the large conurbation in southern England, mm-hmm. and I was tracing my route absentmindedly on the map on the inside of the carriage and said out loud... Oh, look, this line goes all the way around just like a circle. <laughs> right. As the words came out of my mouth, it hit me. More idiotic than Eureka, I think. Anyway, yeah. I still feel disappointed in myself 24 hours later. Praise redacted, stay cool, no, damn. I, think, I, think, I suppose the ultimate one would be mm. something about realising what Eureka Oh, meant or oh yeah. Like that. But, um, yes. but that's, a, that's certainly a goddy. I mean, a strange one is the district line, because you'd think they'd all qualify to be called the district <laughs> line, <laughs> in that they go in and out of districts by their nature. Good show. Yes. It's the way that West Brom's nickname, uh, the West Brom, uh, West Brom Albion, the football team, their nickname is the Baggies. Mm-hmm. And people say oh, it's because they used to wear baggy shorts. But I mean, everyone did. It would Why? be odd. It would be really odd. There is another theory that it was they used to pass around a leather bag for money because they hadn't got turnstiles, so it was like a uh, that free sounds fringe. right though. That's I can imagine that. I think um, there was a big. Uh, it was the the formative years of the colostomy bag, and a lot of them invested <laughs> thinking it would be a time saver in the in industrial West Midlands. Well, that, again, that's my own theory. I had one myself this week, uh, an idiotic Did you? Well, I don't oh. know if it quite qualifies. Oh, but, what was it? Well, it's, it's, it's borderline. I um, was watching a lot of stuff about um, the new Prime Minister. Oh, um, yeah. And a word... Strange late-night viewing. A word they used a couple of times was combative. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I have always said um, combative. Oh, dear. A bit like competitive. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I re- and now I presume I've just made that up, competitive. Yes, yeah. you have. You've still got the correct Shione jingle. <laughs> yeah, boss. <laughs> yeah. Chilling, boss. I think I've been saying that wrong for 25 years or more. Yeah, for it's uh... I mean, the good thing, first of all, I felt disappointed with myself. And then I realised, well, this does suggest some level of status that no one's corrected me over that period. So every yes, cloud. You say that, Frank, but once when you were at a dinner party and you oh. got something wrong and no one corrected you, do you remember? I was furious. What did you say to them? I said, why did you laugh at that? Yeah, well, why did you laugh if you didn't, didn't get the reference? Yeah, yeah that was a bit... <laughs> That yeah, was, why did you laugh? It was quite combative of you. I it was. <laughs> He's oh, so combative. Or was it combative? It's so combative. It's <clears throat> a fabulous thing on... Um, is it, is, do you know Gumball, that cartoon? No. There's, there's a thing on Don't that. Don't watch many cartoons. No. <laughs> <laughs> there's a song that he does about... Imagine, he says imaginate instead of imagine. It becomes a big thing. What the other child says, there's no such words as imagine that. Then later they join in the chorus and then they're disgusted with themselves for having said imaginate. It's a bit like that. <laughs> Combative. OK, I've just been discussing the plot line of a cartoon. OK, <laughs> sorry, it won't happen again. OK. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I had something to say to you about oh. combative, by the way. Oh, go on. Combative. Yeah, I, ju- I just think... 
I think combative, or how would you say it? Com- combative. <laughs> the made-up word. Yeah. I think it sounds right. Because I think something about combative sounds... It sounds like there's something missing. There's a missing yeah. syllable. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm an... It's just if you compete, it's yeah. not com- Quite. competitive. No. I'm a fan of... Um, are you are you oriented or you or are you orientated? Oh, I tend to be oriented, but I used to be orientated oh. and then someone um, condemned me and I went oh. to oriented. Okay, fine. And now lost. I'm just worried about orient. <laughs> so now I don't say it at all. I'm just lost. Yeah. Okay, anyway. But it's great. I love that language. Yeah, know. we love a bit oh. of language. Move, Sorry, moves, Frank. Moves about. Into it, aren't Back we? to you. I was in um I was at Latitude at the weekend. Yeah. Um, which is a festival. It's not um French for attitude. No. I was there too, well. I saw Frank. You guys. Yeah. At the festival. No, as you know, one was of this my on Sunday. You spent Saturday and Sunday together. <laughs> if, um, <laughs> if, um, if Room 101 is brought back with a younger presenter, and uh-huh. I went on it as a guest, one of the things I would put in is middle-aged people <laughs> telling me they've been to a festival. <laughs> because I, they don't know how embarrassed I become. Yeah. When they say, "Oh, is that?" Um, it's usually what's that? What's that one where David Cameron used to go to? What's that one? Is it oh. Wilderness? Yeah. Yes, I'm going it's there usually, next week. Yeah, weekend. we're we were at Wilderness. <laughs> yeah, but you're going there professionally. <laughs> this is true. They'd say, "Yeah, we're at Wilderness." Oh, the Lighthouse family were absolutely. And I just, I, I, get, I get so embarrassed. I can't breathe. I think that, and it's always one time that yeah, we were at, we were at Padlock. We talk. I don't leave me alone. Um, oh, if you've got to go, go, but don't tell anyone. Um, but there's only, you're right, there's a, there's a few of them they go to, the Bowdens, as I call them, oh, yeah. in the stripy tops, but they won't go to Reading. Oh. Come on, have some guts, go to Reading well, in the mud. Probably, well, you know, I mean, I, I recognise it before anyone texts in and says, well, actually, I love, I, I, I recognise it's, it's completely unjust, but oh. I, if I'm embarrassed, I'm embarrassed. I can't <laughs> say I'm not embarrassed. I just am. Um, I, um, I, and I'm not saying there should be a cut-off point for festivals or anything like that, but, you know. No, that would be age discrimination. It would. It'd be very hard <laughs> to would. enforce that legally, uh, but, I'm sure. Yeah, but well, I don't know, you probably could enforce it you legally. Think so? Yeah, you could have... Um, you know that thing that when you take kids on a ride <laughs> and they had to be able to stand under that thing to see how they're over a metre high? You yes. could have that with the curvature of spine <laughs> to keep out the middle-aged. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. The sheep, of course, are pink at Latitude, did you know that? All of them. Yeah, they used to. When I went to Latitude um, first and Formosa, Mm. I was... uh, They they used to have several pastel shades, but now they've opted for... um, The shocking... The fuchsia. I've heard Very controversial, the fuchsia sheep. Yeah, I've heard there was trouble on Twitter about it. Mm. Is that an animal People rights thing? People said it's thing? cruel. So maybe they won't go back to the fuchsia. Oh, lovely. Um, I heard someone, Frank, say it was very cruel. Um, why, but what, the woman... Is it very cruel. Yeah, very cruel. I mean, very. I, I'm, a, I'm anti... I don't like my sheep pink. I like them a bit better cooked. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's cruel about it? Is it um, damage into know. their um, yeah, skin? Yeah, but I mean, Latitude have confirmed that apparently it's all natural dyes yeah, and I it's think, perfectly fine. You'd imagine so that, wouldn't yes, you, at Latitude? Quite, sure yeah. would. Anyway. Uh, they look great, anyway. 
um, I hope it doesn't hurt them. I don't think they'd use it. They're not going to use, like, you know, bleach or anything, are they? <laughs> I mean, they're not going to go Karl Lagerfeld on them. No. God rest his soul. But uh, presumably someone will eat them eventually, so they won't, you know, they won't put anything on that's going to damage the... Flavouring. The, the mutton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare I you? They're um, <laughs> mutton protective um, latitude. I think that's one think of their so. banners. One of their banners. I think. Well, that's why I went. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this year's motif, I'd say, because they have the sheep every year, was the the tail. There was lots of people with tails. Did you notice that? I didn't like that. No what kind of tails. What like sheep's tails? Well, um, do sheep have tails? They have little, uh, little tails. They're often obscured by excrement. I've never had a really good look at a sheep's tail. They have sort of. It's more of a, a fluffy ball. What's what's the technical term for a rabbit's tail? It's oh, one of my favourites. Oh, do you know it? Yeah. I don't, don't know. know. It's uh, the Scot. What a lovely Isn't it? word. It's a great word. My dad was saying he was poaching once and a rabbit went down the hole and he grabbed it by the Scot. Yeah. And uh, pulled it out right by the, the tendons or whatever they they That sounds oh, quite your dad. Yeah. I would say that's a very frank what if I, thing what if to I, do. What, what if I gathered some tails by local uh, wildlife and then sold them at Latitude <laughs> for people to wear like that, still with a bit of, <laughs> bit of gore and, and uh, tendril? I can see you we'll as one of those Latitude sales. Yes, I'm not saying obviously I'd ever do that. I love no. animals in all their manifestations. And as Gandhi said, um, you can judge a uh, civilization by the way it treats its animals. Is that what David Gandhi said? <laughs> That's what David Gandhi said. Because um, he doesn't do the carbs, it's very important to him that how uh, the meat is kept uh, preserved. <laughs> oh, he's good looking now. Oh. See, I noticed I didn't have to specify which Gandhi I was talking about then. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Yeah. By the way, speaking of music, which we rarely get a chance to do mm. on this, uh, I'm, some of you may not be aware of this, but we are um, we are across all the channels on Absolute mm. Radio. Yeah. So we're on the decade channels, as they call them, like eighties, nineties. You can guess the rest, and um, it means that. that Different music is played in between our links, so I can't talk at length about something we've just played because a lot of people haven't just heard it on their <coughs> channel. Yeah. Um, how, however, I when I was at Latitude, Tom Grennan was on stage. Oh, I don't know who that is. Now, Sorry. Tom Grennan is a young bloke with a beard who I hadn't heard of. And, um, Sounds like I, a Coronation Street character. So, I tell you what, Tom Grennan is in yeah, a factory. Yeah, exactly. So um, he was on stage, and I, like I said, I'm with um, my seven-year-old. He, with after two songs, says, "Tom Grennan is brilliant. I love Tom <laughs> Grennan." He couldn't, he couldn't get the Tom Grennan out. I had him on my shoulders, which that now there's a middle-aged man at a. Um, I say middle-aged. Mm. That's if I live to 120. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had him on my shoulders, which gets a little harder every day. Yeah. Um, right. But, you know, traditionally, bloke at festival, someone on shoulders, he's supposed to be a topless woman with a bit of body paint. That's what he's supposed to be, not some kid going, Tom Grennan! (laughs) Anyway, he then plays the song, and Buzz says to me, that's the Premier League song. I said, what? He said, and this other, this other bloke said, yeah, mate, you're right, it's the Premier League song. <laughs> and I didn't recognise that even. So, um, so now we're at... 
that's the new thing with Buzz. Um, the new is Tom Grennan. He's Grennanized. Well, also, yeah. just while we're on the subject of music, Graham Robinson has messaged us to say with a link for the Some Mothers Morse Code. It's true. Oh, what? well, here's to you, Graham Robinson. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're dropping off me like windfall fruit, Mr. <laughs> Harris. I know, Mrs. Uh, Baxter, I noticed. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215, if you will. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I love that I've got that regular thing to say on the hour. Oh, do you, do you darling? It makes me feel like <clears throat> Bob Hope advertising beans on a, a live TV show in the 1950s, something like that. <laughs> just like it makes that. me feel just that little bit of corporateness, the company right. man. It's your equivalent of going into an office. Yeah, I suppose it's as close as I'm... Uh, Having a lanyard. But largely, Thanks. you don't twang for the mouse, do you? Largely. Lovely. No. Oh, lovely reference. The only yeah. times I go to an office now is if I've got one of those tiny cameras that you pull out <laughs> to take photographs of documents that I'm uh, looking at. Oh, all right. While uh, the man who works in the office uh, so appears at the frosted window and I Weirdly, have to hide. Weirdly, this didn't stress me out before you told me how much it stressed you out. Yeah. And now Doesn't like it stress you out now? Now it does now, yeah. I can't oh, watch I, films with that. I watched uh, a version of it um, the, uh, <laughs> on uh, on Stranger Things this week, and I could I could feel the stomach and the muscles going. I saw it on something on Netflix, and I had to turn it off. It, it was awful. There was think, a woman, oh, they're coming! She was <laughs> rifling through documents. I could see silhouettes at the window. But they don't even seem to be in w- w- real alacrity in there. You know, they they don't seem yeah. to be really rushing, even though they are putting their life on the line. Nevertheless. Frank, just so you know, with regards to the Queen tribute band... Oh, yes. We've had some suggestions, actually. Um, I think Ian Angle suggested Queen Bee... Yeah, but has he made that up? I'm actually looking for I Ian Angle. Okay. He's a, he's a pond Yeah, person. there there is a very good he says Queen it would tribute. Be a good name if it's not already taken. That's oh, uh, there is a good a Queen suggestion. tribute band called the Bohemians. Five four eight okay. has said, and also oh, I believe four four two has suggested them as well. Four four two. Yeah. <laughs> eight five six. Frank, we've just bought tickets for We Will Rock You at Birmingham Hippodrome. Oh. April so twenty twenty. It'll be going on tour later this year, I believe. Well There you go. That's all turned out rather nicely. Doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Lovely. Timing. It's everything in this business, of course. I if, know. Um, it's not everything. No. No, it is. It's everything. <laughs> and I know seeing as we've um wandered down. Um, idiotic eureka moment lane or cul-de-sac temporarily this morning <clears throat> lucy from london i share this lucy i only just realized lucy from london would be a good name for a shop maybe online mm, ladies garments lovely oh. <laughs> garments okay. are you being served <laughs> mr humphreys <laughs> i only just realized that the silent witness is the body which I shouted out loudly in front of my in-laws whilst oh, it was on that telly. Oh, good. I didn't know I'm still that. actually no, mind blown. Yeah, that me is a too. good IEM. Did you know that? That is Silent good. Witness I witnessed the body. Yes. Yeah. Well, hush my mouth. <laughs> That's a good one, Lucy. I, I, I wonder if that is better that. than this one that um, 
we had emailed in, you know, my Friday night troll where I, lead, I read the emails. Uh, Hi, Alan, hope this reaches your Friday night troll. Um, recently, I experienced uh, what Frank and company would refer to as an idiotic eureka moment. Found myself embarrassed about it to this day. I was cycling to work as I live in Copenhagen. So wonderful, <laughs> wonderful Copenhagen. Carry Quite on. confusingly, they say, well, I live in Copenhagen, and so when in Rome, but they mean they yeah. cycle because everyone in Copenhagen does. Okay. Um, on that particular morning, I felt completely done in. Maybe it's a Cockney. Um, <laughs> I done in. Yeah. I was wondering if it was because I was cycling As against it goes. the wind. <laughs> Cycling against the wind. I was wondering if it was because I was cycling against the wind, but I found it difficult to tell whilst riding at pace. Thankfully, shortly thereafter, I noticed that the flags above a, co above a company headquarters were flying towards me. I was so pleased with myself that I had discovered a new purpose for flags to determine the direction of wind rather than flaunt a company logo or display national pride. Mm. And then the idiotic eureka moment kicked in and shame crashed over my existence in an awesome wave. Cheers, Joseph in Copenhagen. You look a bit baffled, Frank. Is it because flags are to determine wind direction? Yes. I have to say, I oh. that hadn't struck me. <laughs> I, think, I think that is what, what they're about, for. What about bonting? Yeah, I think that's oh. more decorative. Oh, OK. <laughs> what about those flags that you got at jousting tournaments that have got like a, like a snake's tongue? <laughs> I love it. I miss a jousting tournament. Oh, well, I love those ages. in my childhood. I haven't been for ages. Too yeah. It doesn't mean that long, actually. It's about 18 months. I must, last, yeah, it's a jousting tournament. I must dust my lance off. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I know. No, leave it, leave it, dear. Leave it, dear. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. By the way, I um, I did a gig. Um, I, I, the reason I was at um, Latitude, I feel I should point out, I wasn't there being a middle-class person at a... You yeah. were working. Sure um, business, not sure friends, isn't it? You yeah, were... so I did, exactly. So I did... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did a uh, gig at the comedy tent there. Can I just say, somebody saw you, 959, mm. saw you for the first time at Latitude last weekend, absolutely brilliant. Well, I know that. we don't like praise, but come no, on. No, but you see, that's what you're supposed <laughs> to say. Is you. That, you've got it absolutely right. Who was that? What's an... That was uh, Sarah. Sarah, you've got it spot on. That's what you're supposed to say, even if you don't believe it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whereas Richard Curtis said to me after, that was very, very amusing. It's not enough. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. Lovely Did bloke. He really? Lovely bloke. He saved the world, but not enough. Very, very, very amusing. Very amusing. No. Sorry. He probably thought two verries counted no, for... I know, but no, I know he did. I know what he thought. <laughs> what I, about what I thought? What about what I felt? Can I just do some... Um, that, that, just with the sort of middle-class interpretation of that, that is him saying... That's an absolute superlative. Look, if he'd have stood behind me and pinched those fleshy bits under my armpits, it wouldn't have hurt any less than very, very amused. If I'd have said that comic relief, Richard, it's really helpful. Helpful. Anyway, he's a lovely man, but um, it ruined my drive home. Well, can I say, I saw Bars, and if this makes up for it, he was... He was so proud. He said to the man, and not that the man wasn't laughing and enjoying it, but, you know, he's got a lot of people to get through, and he was yeah. Buzz just was tapping him on the shoulder. What man? Um, one of the men. 
One of the crewmen. Oh, that Probably was had funny. an Absolute Radio T-shirt on. Okay. Um, and Frank walked on stage and he had his hands in the air and he got a massive cheer. And um, he did, actually. And Buzz said, do you know that's my dad? Hey, come on. Excellent. Come on. I only ever said that if there was uh, three police cars outside of Pop. Here's a mystery. I've got a mystery. Um, And I love a mystery as much as um, Nancy Drew. Oh, yeah. But um, I tape. Did you still say tape for you a TV show? You still say tape. Yeah. I taped a TV show called um, Inside the Bruderhof. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it was, um, it's about a community um, who live in Sussex, I think. Oh, yeah. And they are, um, they're, um, I think they're Presbyterians or something of that nature, but they live a completely separated life from the modern world. Yes. Um, I I think. Mm. I don't know, I haven't seen it. And the reason I haven't seen it is I taped it. And uh, so I sat down tonight, last night, and said uh, to my partner, I said, this will be good, tape this last night, Mm. inside the Bruderhof. Uh, I put it on, and it was um, the truth about carbs. What? Even though it said, even while it was playing, it when I, it still said underneath it, inside the Bruderhof. And I thought, well, what? what? <sighs> I thought they can Bruderhof if that's <laughs> what it is. So I look back at the thing and it says, it says, you know, you get like a little picture and there is yeah. inside the Bruderhof. Clicked on it again. It was still the truth about carbs. Mm. So I went to BBC One. You know, you go to the, yeah. that night mm. and I thought, I'll have a look. It Maybe I recorded for some reason. And it doesn't exist, even though it was on. It's not included in their um, catch-up. Do you think they've pulled it from the schedule? I think there's been some sort of big Bruderhof cover-up. Oh. If anyone saw oh, inside then... the Bruderhof, if it actually went out, please let me know. It's the Bermuda this is a Triangle of scheduling. It is. What's even happened? worse, he'd sat down with a massive bowl of crisps and ate sandwiches, <laughs> and then he had to watch The Truth About Carbs all the way through. <laughs> Actually, now the Bermuda Triangle became a thing that people talked about when I was a young man if people read out a conversation. Yeah, it's true. But before I knew about it, I was once drunk on my own in a pub and a lovely family came in um, of, of two or three generations and they started talking about um, the, the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. And I felt I wanted to join in. And I said, well, I saw it. I was reading, I, I had a magazine once. There was an article called Three Women from Bermuda. And then I suddenly <laughs> realised I couldn't complete. And um, it was a terrible moment. Even in drunkenness, I felt the <laughs> terrible awkwardness. You know what? I feel it now still to this day. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Six one five has got in touch. I feel that we need to share this. Yeah, this happened to us. I'd read an article about it promoting the show. We're discussing how you tried to record a particular inside the Bruderhof. Yeah, inside the Bruderhof. Didn't get it, and you ended up getting Life of Carbs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first thought iPlayer wasn't working, so husband set up TV to record the program to watch it the following evening instead. But the recording was also <gasps> Life of Carbs. Their, it's, it's, what, are they, it's, what are they trying to hide? I don't want to watch the Carbs autobiography. Oh, no, exactly. Mean, life know, of this Carbs. This is your life, Carbs. Jacket it's, potato. Can I just say 615 has also invented the hashtag what happened to the Bruder Hoff? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to catch on. <laughs> yes, and I've, yes, there seems to be some mystery gathering 
well, about the Bruderhof. Because Emily just thought, well, look, we'll look, I'll read a review, so then we'll know it went Of the Bruderhof. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did I get back? <gasps> Error. Sorry, page not found. Page so not I went found. to the review in the Telegraph, page yeah. not found. Something very fishy is yeah, going on. Very... I wonder, actually, if you've got as much entertainment out of wondering what's happened to the Bruderhof as if you'd watched it. Well, I mean, it might have been terrible. It might have been the best thing I ever saw. Oh. I would watch a documentary on Netflix called um, Seeking Out the Bruderhof, <laughs> Frank Skinner, would One you? Man's Quest. Yeah, would you watch a documentary <laughs> about carps? No. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't watch Jack- I. Jacket Potato, This Is Your Life. So I believe the BBC have been... Um, They've been cornered on this, haven't they? White didn't. White wasn't there. The Bruderhofs. Yeah. Yes. Um, they said, "Oh, I feel like this is the sort of McCarthy trial. Yeah, I felt like, like I was in the witness box." Yeah. Um, have you ever? <laughs> are you or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? No. Okay. Alan. No. Uh. Um, Not Frank... the way I'm going. Frank... <laughs> 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 oh dear. Yes, apparently the excuse or the reasoning... Yeah, excuse I liked. OK, the excuse. <laughs> the excuse the BBC gave was that the news at 10 overran. OK. Oh, yeah, yeah somebody you know else what? has emailed saying... Was cancelled as the news overran. Apparently, something to do with an apparent heat wave. A lot of apparently. A lot of suspicion. A lot of apparently. What well, the Bruderhof? <laughs> what their rails buckled? <laughs> well, anyway, the that, BBC are keeping it from us, one way or another. Secrets of the Bruderhof. I can't wait to find out more. I've got a confession to make, actually, Frank. When I did Latitude, I I did a talk at Latitude, and I um, I didn't stay in the accommodation you stayed in. Well, I tell you, can I tell you something? <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, because uh, we stayed at, a, a, I have to say, a, f- a fabulous um, place called 5A Caban. Yeah. Nice. Uh, a B&B. But as the man said, well, it's a bit more than a B&B, actually. Is it? <laughs> I thought, OK, sorry. Oh. Right. Um, but um, they said, yes, well, um, your friend Emily Dean is arrive- um, <laughs> arriving tonight. And oh. I thought... No. Oh, I don't think she is. I right. think she was here last night. Mm. So, yes, they were waiting for you. They well, had, when? On Saturday or Sunday? They had your, well, I think both nights. This I think they had, been booked they in had twice, your, They no. had your breakfast um, no. order form waiting to be filled oh, in. Oh, no. I mean, it was... Oh, I don't yeah, like that. but it's quite that. personal that they told oh, you. Emily Dean inside the Bruderhof. <laughs> <laughs> It's a recurring theme this week. I'll tell you, I had a problem because I thought I'd have to take Raymond the dog. I wasn't sure whether he was being booked (laughs) as well. Well, they had a dog. Oh, I could have brought him. Well, I panicked. And I panicked and I had to change accommodation. Oh. I think they had a big dog, though, and you've got a small dog. Well, yeah. I could have worked out. Do you remember that thing on, I think it was on Look North in the days of live television? They had a competition. Yes. Um, for um, to find the biggest dog in the north and the smallest dog in the north, and they got them both on air together. And uh, the biggest—I don't know if I can tell this on breakfast yeah. radio. But there was a sounds d- like a great YouTube clip, though. Uh, I don't. Well, it was live telly. I don't think it exists. But um, anyway, the, um, <laughs> let's say at the end of the show there, there must have been another smallest dog in the north. <laughs> Um, thank God it was in black and white in those days. Took some of the, the horror out of it. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. 
I just say I was discussing a bit of, uh, well, non-broadcastable gossip with uh, Al, and he, he did something which you don't often see, Frank, in this day and age. He rubbed his hands together in anticipatory glee. Oh, yes, I can, yeah. uh, I can imagine. Gossip does that to people. Yes. I yeah, mostly don't it. like gossip, but um, well, you know, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? Absolute lie. <laughs> That's our, that's our new channel. Right. Well, maybe what time. I meant to say is I think I mostly don't like gossip, but turns out I really do. Yes, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a tremendous lure. Yeah. So someone said of of you um, rather, what was it, rather amusing? Very, very, very amusing. Very, very, very don't amusing. make it even worse. <laughs> rather amusing. Oh, God. I want those people, the people who ran the B&B said, oh, your radio colleague or whatever they referred to me as, I wish they'd been working with me, though, at last year, because when I did my talk, she was very nice, the woman, introducing me. <coughs> but she said, oh, hi, and she came backstage just before, you know, mm-hmm. the pen and uh, notepad, and she said, so what's your name again? Oh. What? And I told her. And she said, oh, yeah. And she said, so tell me a bit about yourself. Well, so she could introduce you. What is this, The you? Apprentice? I mean, I thought, you were... yeah, I didn't know what to say. I said, well, I felt like I was being interviewed for a job. Couldn't you have made a load of stuff up and then she'd have read it out? And then... No, I did. Yeah. I told her briefly. I was very nice. I said, you know, I work on the Frank Skinner show and I've written a book. Yes, and I'm... and as she that. walked out of the trailer, I went, <coughs> Google. <coughs> <laughs> I did. Well, I went to Emily's talk. I didn't know who was there. Uh, didn't you? He crept in. Um, it wasn't really. It was in the field, Frank. He crept into a gig of mine recently. He's getting did a little he? bit of a creeping in habit. Yeah, I, it's the sort of Egon Rone reviewer <laughs> approach. Don't let him know you're there, oh, and then right. you get the real service. Little um, <laughs> But but Emily did a thing which I was very very funny. I have to say. And um, when I say I have to say, I mean I have to say. <laughs> no, no, it was very very funny. And, it was very amusing. And I'm not a big dog person. Very, very amusing <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> Stop trying to make it even worse. Um, so I'm not a, a big dog person, but, you know, I like dogs. And mm. what um, what Emily did was she got people up from the audience to do their dog voice, right. i.e. the dog, the voice in which they oh, talked to their dog was a yes. very good idea, Thank I thought. Thank you, Frank. Indeed. And I realise, having watched like a seven or eight people doing things like, "Ooh, what are you doing, Mum? Sleeper." That uh, it made me think of two things. One, yeah. that the way we spoke to our dog was, "Come on, get over here." <laughs> Nobody had the dog voice in our house at all. And the other thing was, it yeah. reminded me that I ended two relationships because they. Um, the women suddenly adopted baby talk. Oh, I don't no. like that. Alan's got a dog voice, Frank. I, I mean, we did. We had had babies, to be fair. No, no, we hadn't. We hadn't. But uh, the, the one that sticks in my mind was, no, oh, I know West Brom lost again. Oh, that. Oh. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> oh, so a little tip, anyone out there listening? Don't do it. Frank Skinner. Um, I got a bit of news on the uh, Bruderhof. Ah, <laughs> oh, good. The Bruderhof. Only person on any radio station in the world to say <laughs> Maybe that. Maybe Radio Sussex. If there'd been a fire there. <laughs> oh. I wonder if they've got the radio on in the uh, in the Bruderhof. Do they, do they allow radios? Good question. Mm. Perhaps we'll never outside know. Outside world, yeah. The, uh, no, we'll never know. Do they fear no. the outside world, the Bruderhof? 
Well, we don't know, the BBC have suppressed them. Mm. Well, uh, (laughs) Stephen has emailed us saying, Hi, Emily. I don't know why it's being directed to Emily, because I've read it. But, hi, Emily, (laughs) the news overran because our new PM took office. Apparently, it's being aired now on 7th of August. Who's this character, Stephen? Just, the just BBC bear with me, I'm just going to put a save the date for the 7th of August. <laughs> well, I, I And thanks for the uh, news about the PM. Yeah. But what I, I would say is that that is quite a lengthy gap between scheduling. What's yeah. happened is the BBC have thought we'll do, put it out when people are on holiday. Okay, Stevie, can you explain this? Riddle me this. The sorry article not found. Oh, well, that's just... Well, now then, to be fair... Mm-hmm. I'm with Stevie here now. Is that oh, if, it didn't, if it was cancelled, then the Telegraph will have uh, probably thought, well, we don't want to put a review out yes. um, before, when it hasn't gone out, so we're going to hold that yeah. review. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Why don't you and Stevie go on holiday together and hang out with a bite of Well, because if we go out on holiday, <laughs> the normal industrial <laughs> fortnight, we'll miss the broadcast of the show. <laughs> Good point. If it happens. Okay. I mean, they were already putting it out at something like 11.40 at night. Why not just... Why make it if you don't want to show it? I oh, know. Okay. That's what I'm asking you, BBC. <laughs> hey, Stevie, I am grateful to him for bringing up the subject of the new PM because I thought it was. I thought we should discuss that this morning. Well, when we're not discussing obscure cults in Suffolk, we we'd like to do the hard-hitting top top line politics stuff, I don't, don't we? Officially a cult? Oh, aren't they? Well, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen the programme. <laughs> Stop asking me about them. Oh, maybe we can Google. Oh, sorry, page not found. Oh, we what? should discuss Bojo and his new job, shouldn't we? Bojo, yes. Um, Defethel, can I say I'd call that? him Al, which is what his friends and family That's call right. him, apparently, don't they? That's right. They call, Do they him, call him Al? Because his real name is Alexander. Boris I never knew is that. the middle name. Boris Alexander Defethel, Defethel Johnson. Johnson. What's his, what's, what is he? Defethel. Defethel? Yeah, P-F-E-F-F-E-L. That's very good, isn't it? can I don't think it's really headline news that he's posh, though, is it? I should say that the Fez is on the desk. So maybe we should... The Fez is on the desk. The Fez is on the desk. Maybe we can get... Um, a middle-aged woman with a BBC How 1940s accent to sing that in a sort of... Like, you sort of on, uh, I'll do on the, it. On the light programme. I'm middle-aged. Don't can... take that back. Um, young as you feel, etc. Okay. Um, the, the fez is on the desk. The fez is on the desk. That's what we... That's the new jingle. So that means we've... That means shut up, Frank. That's what the fez means. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You like doing this bit, don't you? You told us an hour ago. Oh, this is favourite. By the way, here's here's the thing. Tom Tom Grennan. Oh, yeah. Very very big in our house. Um, One of the things he said, uh, I forgot this bit, at um, Latitude. Mm. Was he did a couple of numbers? He's going well, lovely voice, etc. And he, he looked around on stage. Do you know what? But you know that thing about you just said that out loud. Do you know you said that out loud? Yeah. That, that, yeah. that trope. Yeah. He looked around that He said, "I wouldn't mind headlining this in a couple of years." And wow. I thought, "Don't say that. On, don't say it on stage. <laughs> say it to your agent. 
Right. Okay. But good on him for just coming out with it. Oh, I love Grennan. Mm-hmm. We were talking about uh, Alexander Boris de Feffel Johnson, known as Am Al to his friends, uh, and his activities this week. What about Abraham de Lacey, Joseph Casey? Oh. Does that ring any bells? Abraham de Lacey. Is it Joe someone? Joseph Casey. Okay. Thomas O'Malley. Who's <gasps> that? The Alley Cat. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Abraham de Lacey and Joseph Casey. Yes. <laughs> so he got sworn in by the Queen this week. They have this strange language, don't they, that they say the <clears> Queen <throat> has asked him to form a government. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she just called him off. Would you, would you, um, how'd you fancy forming a government? Yeah, out of what? Okay, so, yeah, it's, it's, and they it's have very to kiss formal. her hands, don't they? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. there, there was, um, I thought he overbowed. Did he? There was a picture of him bowing to her, uh, mm. you sh- uh, and he was really, I mean, he was stooped. I think he does everything a bit much, though, doesn't he? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> was he, stoop, was he as stooped as we were at Latitude Festival in terms of old people at Latitude? Was <laughs> well, it that kind of He stoop? was very... It's the first time that he's ever kept a low profile in any situation. <laughs> but did. he's really... I mean, he's so humble in front of the Queen. Was he in the road sign for old people crossing ahead? Oh, yeah. Position? I think if you'd have put a spirit level across the back of his head... <laughs> The bubble would have remained central. <laughs> well, That's I have right. a feeling that the Queen was doing some material. She was doing jokes. She was said she? to him, I don't know why anyone would want the job. Yeah. And I thought, hang on, that's the beginning of a bit of stand-up. I used to do some stuff about, well, I can't believe anybody wants to be Prime Minister. Maybe she's seen it on YouTube. She's gone, I'm having well, that. Oh, I hope not. Did that's you say about job. being Matt, I say, congratulations on your anniversary, you get less of a murder? I did wonder if um, actually the Queen <laughs> says that to everyone that she meets. Like, <laughs> well, surely only people who are forming a government. No, just <laughs> She's on about her job. Maybe she means a job. I don't know why anyone would want a job. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. Job on earth is being the Queen, surely. Why would you want to work? What about, people, what about if Jeremy what is Corbyn? Job? If Jeremy Corbyn gets it, you say, I don't want anyone want the job, and he'll say, Well, I think I can really help people and bring social service. And she'll go, mm, oh, I suppose so. <laughs> I suppose you like that sort oh, of thing. Gee, I wish she had said, I don't know why anyone would want a job. Of <laughs> any description. <laughs> yeah. But she did have... Well, we'll get on to this. Um, but I I believe... She was wearing the bag. I mean, you've all the seen the bag. bag. The, the Lona handbag. Yes. What is it? What she's had it? the bag. <laughs> she's apparently had that bag, I believe, for 50 years. 50 years. What they used to say about the Queen Mother. I don't know if it was true. <laughs> <laughs> what they used to say about my wife. Um, the bag the is... Queen, she, the bag she was is. an early adopter on the bag for life. Oh, Al. She, well, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That's so, not life so, uh, in the royal family. So a Prince Philip. Years. Right. That's their adolescence, now as a royal family, women. Blimey, they're like they're Old Testament figures. You know when... But fine, you know when people say, oh, I've had this a long time, I've had this since. She wore that handbag to meet Nixon. Does one wear Come a on, handbag? Going, yeah. She wears a oh, handbag. Oh, very much. These days you do. That. It's an accessory for her. She was wearing it mm-hmm. indoors. But the handbag acts as uh, a form of code 
which we'll get on to. Does it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if there was one inside the brew dog. Oh, I didn't see. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Just before we return to Boris Johnson, 461 has just texted. I feel it's my um, professional obligation to bring this to your attention, Frank. Just to say an opportunity missed last week, Frank did a funny Unity Mitford aside that appeared only I laughed at, not returned to later at any point. Embarrassing. (laughs) I know you want to hear that. There's nothing worse than doing a joke on this show and it being missed. And then it's nice to know that somebody has heard it out there. Someone out there laughed. That's brilliant. Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. Who was that from? Uh, C. Just a guy called C. Or girl. C. Okay. 461. 461. Thanks for getting it, uh, C. (laughs) (laughs) If um, I'd like to talk, we were talking about the Queen's handbag. A handbag? A bag, which is what that elderly actress once said to my mum's stage manager friend. I'd love a handbag. And he said, if you're going to get any line wrong in the play as Lady Bracknell, (laughs) you can't get that one wrong. Yeah. You okay. had one job. Yeah. I think yeah. that's right. Uh, so now, this weather especially, because I've been going... You know when you go out and you don't have a, a jacket because you don't have enough pockets? Mm. And I know there is a man bag, but the man bag has always been a, a, a figure of uh, fawn, if a bag yeah. can be a figure. It's a bit Mario Balotelli, isn't it? Yeah. A man bag. Yes. It's a bit Simon Chaps. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was the only bloke I ever knew who is uh, a theatrical agent. Uh, uh, and he carried a man bag um, re- fearlessly. But mm. I but I, I love, I mean, I know you can have a knapsack and whatever, but I just the idea of a handbag is just for your stuffing. Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> it is a bit uh, first team coming off the coach, though. Oh, yeah. bags, you know, the wash bag. The Valatelli, yeah. There's a lot of internet conversation Bagatelli. about... About oh nice. That's what they should be. About what um what the Queen has in there. My first guess is in mints. I knew that she'd have mints. Are you in Rumpel there. Stiltskin? My first is in mints. <laughs> <laughs> I just I had a sense that she would be a person that wants maybe minty for the breath, for the Boris meeting mace. Yeah, <laughs> a horseshoe, like you know she's what? a comedy character. <laughs> yeah. uh. I'd bring along some uh, some serum for the hair. Oh, oh, I want to get his. my hands on the hair. Serum. He's got a lovely hair, but it just needs a bit of product. Uh, so she has mints, you're right, Al. Mm-hmm. She has uh, reading glasses, a fountain pen, and a hook. Yes. Yeah. An S-shaped hook mm-hmm. for like to hang it people. She no, just to takes hang it up. Right out. She carries the hook in it. I did wonder, do you think she's got a little handgun, the Queen? Well, Elvis, of course. Elvis used to have a derringer down the white stage boot. <laughs> derringer? Did he? Yeah. I've heard of one of those since John Wilkes Booth. And um, I think and the I theory... There. What I love about that is the theory was if Elvis got shot on stage, he would... Uh, he would Imagine the, the jumpsuit, like, you know, mm-hmm. red stained. Him lying up on one elbow on the stage, firing <laughs> randomly into the audience, trying to get the... Health and safety nightmare. <laughs> also, people who really love him, that's who would that's be there. <laughs> oh, where are you? Come on, you out there. Oh, God! Elvis, stop shooting! Get back! <laughs> 
Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <laughs> we're talking about the Queen. Um, and when we're not, we're discussing... Uh, On a handbag. Uh, we've uh, had 650 texting. Thank you for raising Budhoff gate, Frank. Is it Budhoff? I think it's... I think it's I think, Budhoff. Yeah, Budhoff, yeah. Um, I too saw this was on in the newspaper preview, but I've been unable to trace it at the time where indicated. You've, you've lit up the switchboard. Yeah, with your, there's uh... something gone on. I don't think it's just Newsnight overruns. <laughs> no. So how long was the life of carbs then? That's shorter than Buddha. So it would seem. I don't know, but it feels anyway. like a lifetime. Right. Um, so the Queen's handbag... Mm-hmm. She apparently has a form of sign language with her aides and she uses it to signal information. It's kind of a code. So okay. she'll have things like apparently if she puts it on the table, that means she wants to go within five minutes. Okay. Right. This was from Hugo Vickers, the royal correspondent, I think. Okay. Ah. Um, he's not a royal correspondent. He's more of a sort of Peter York type, you know. Um, if it... Do you know Hugo Vickers? No, but um, thanks I think for that the. Was, that was the text I sent to um, Emily when she was going to see um, what's he called, Richard Cole? Rev Richard Coles. <laughs> you go, Vickers? Question mark. <laughs> okay, so 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 on the table. Yeah, so on the table that means she wants to go. She's had enough. Yeah, yeah she's mm-hmm. really had enough now. Um, I think also opening the bag. Mm. is a sign, or shifting it between arms, because she has right. it in the crook. Yeah, so if okay. she shifts crook that me- from left to right, that means save me, get me out of here. What wow. does it mean if she puts the handle in her teeth and looks like a dog? Like, <laughs> what does that mean? That it means, means she's joined Frank's S&M community. <laughs> yeah, that means she goes with the um, royal people who are going to a home and are never mentioned ever again. Um, <laughs> So um, I worry I'm going to be one of the who's like with this show. I'll just not be on one day, and you'll never talk about me again. <laughs> well, can, can I add a couple of um, watching this as a uh, as a comedian? Civilian. I had a slight worry with. Um, I, I think it was Boris's opening speech when he talked about um, about the. Is this a um, dispatch box? Oh no, his House of Commons. His address. He's, he's before the House of Commons. Yeah. He said, "My," uh, he said, "As you know, I've said, my thing is to deliver Brexit, to um, unite the UK, mm-hmm. and to defeat Jeremy Corbyn." He said, mm. "But someone point out that <laughs> um, deliver, unite, and defeat is not a uh, the ideal acronym to <laughs> launch a campaign." And then he said, "It spells dud," and right. I thought, "No, yeah. oh. I thought you've lost me now." Because right. what that suggests um, terrible disrespect for the audience. That, that uh, it was a good joke, an yes. acronym, because you work it out for yourself, and then suddenly you think, "Oh, don't tell us, don't yeah. spell it out." Yeah, lack of trust for the audience. Yeah, I don't think that's the real him. I think maybe maybe an advisor said, "If you're going to do the dud joke, I think you should explain yeah, the dud joke." Yeah, but he should have put. And someone the... said that to me; they'd be fired on the spot. Bear that in mind. Noted. Yeah. And, and then Frank, I didn't like the e. What for energize? Yeah. Well, he made. No, I it, just don't didn't like the e. He made it. Time. He made it, dude. Oh, did now, he? Did he say dude? I had a horrible feeling he might be one he of did. those blokes that say Jude. 
Oh, he said, Dune. But then it went back to another... Obviously, politics is mainly posh blokes. It went back to another one, and he mm. said, oh, yeah, it, it, he said, it's like watching The Great Lebowski. Oh! And I thought... No, it's the oh big no, Lebowski. The big oh no! <laughs> don't oh don't no. pretend that you like things that ordinary people like. <laughs> you know, politic people oh, only know about politics. The Great Lebowski, <laughs> like that film, The Big Escape. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, don't get it wrong. Yeah. Or Alfred the Big, <laughs> well-known <laughs> English king. <laughs> Frank, I have a question. I think you might know the answer to this. Al, I hope you won't be offended. I just think this is his area. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's to do with money. Um, oh, well, surely. He has got more than me. That is, uh, I think... Well, he's got more than anyone fact. in this room, dear. Come on. Uh, <laughs> just facts. He's earned it. Not born into it, earned it. When the Queen carries her handbag, she never carries money. Oh, yeah. Except, on, except when, Frank Skinner. Well, that's going to be Sunday. Except on Sundays when Sunday. she gets rudely awakened by the dustman. <laughs> oh, no, I've just made that bit up. For the um, it's for, <laughs> put it in the plate. Lovely yeah. work. Yeah, so How much? I think she puts a fiver, doesn't she, on the plate. Correct. Sometimes a tenner. Is it really? I wonder yeah. how she decides. <laughs> Do they not have a card reader at is the that church? Like, is, that, oh, is that a thing? Well, a lot of people now, they, uh, they, they do gift aid. Ah, so the the actual it's, yeah, but her face isn't on gift aid. But it's that's true. It's a bit like Frank putting in one of the assigned ten by eight. Putting in a flyer. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, there's a, that the handbag thing. There's there's a I I urge anyone who um, enjoys YouTube clips that aren't just cats. strange demographic. Um, but I don't mean like you know viral rubbish. No. I mean. Um, there's one called Amazing Anti-Theft Security Case, and it's uh, it's an old information film about the uh, these cases that stop you from being st- stolen if they're carrying valuable documents. And you see this bloke. Please check it out, Amazing Anti-Theft Security Case. The bloke <laughs> grabs this guy's attaché case, and immediately the handle tightens so that he can't put it down. And then... <laughs> Three sort of struts come out of the case that are about four to five feet long. <laughs> and he's just trapped with this strange like, spider-like attaché. I mean, it's a brilliant... If the Queen's brief um, thingy, yeah. handbag has I'd got love that. that. Can I tell you what I love about Amazing Anti-Theft Security Case? It sounds like a fall song. <laughs> yeah, it, could, it could easily be that. In yeah. fact, if someone asks me what's your favourite fall song, I'm going to say that. Yes. And they'll believe me. <laughs> It does sound exactly like that. Did you notice the Queen had a Dyson fan? She had oh, one. yeah, one of those modern fans that don't have uh, fan blades. Did she? It was, they said it was the £500 model. She's doing all right. She is, yeah. She might have got it you're, free. You're welcome. <laughs> he might have sent it to her as a promo. <laughs> yeah. From Singapore. Yeah. Um, yeah, she had it. People were noticing, saying, oh, the Queen's got that fan. Is that right? I mean, why didn't someone move it? It's product placement, you see. This is the problem. I mean, she was one of the original <laughs> influencers, I think, for... <laughs> Opinion former, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, I know everyone was wearing crowns in the fifties after the coronation. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, um, I tell you what, there was a 
one of my favourite things that ever happens around yeah. the royal family. There was a breach of protocol, <laughs> which oh, I no. always... Protocol. If ever I start, it's so 70s protocol. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I imagine there was a company called Protocol in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what they would do exactly, but um, it's such a brilliant word. But you're not supposed to say, apparently, what no. the Queen has said to you. No. No. And David Cameron had done that, hadn't he, before? But haven't you broken that br- oh, protocol by telling us how? that she shouted stuff out? No, what? but he wasn't being asked to form a government. True. No, no, I, I don't think I was on that On occasion. that day? If she had done that, I'd have had to have a word with her advisors and suggest that they... <laughs> I can think of worse one. leaders. I've told you this. David Cameron said that when he told her that the... Um, Scott's independence thing had, had oh, failed, yeah. Oh, yeah. that she purred down the line. <laughs> that made me feel sick. <laughs> yeah. She purred that, didn't she? Just, she just put the phone down, is what happened. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. 898 has texted, please tell Frank that I'm looking forward to his Edinburgh Festival Fringe show and then uh, a thumbs up emoji. That's David Murphy, Perth, Scotland. Well, David, I, I don't like to sound self-interested, but <laughs> if you're there the night before or the night after you're seeing Frank, uh, Alan Cochran is also doing a Fringe show, 9pm. Well, 9.20pm. You're at 9, aren't you? I, I'm very happy you brought this up, because can I just get this out in the open? Oh, have you got we, one as well? No, we're going to Edinburgh. We're all doing a show. We're going to Edinburgh. I will be reviewing content for our listeners. Excellent. Um, we're going to Edinburgh. Next, and next week. And for the next three weeks, we're, the show will be coming from the Edinburgh Festival <laughs> in Bonnie, Scotland. But he won't be doing that uh, You're going to ask if anyone sees anything no, weird that we should I'm go to. I'm going to ask what I should do, because, Frank, your show is at 9pm. Is this nine, right? I think it's 9.30, but you know what? Can I tell you I something? I thought you told me it was 9. And your what? event show was I'm at, at what 9:20. time? 9.20. 9.20, 9.30. Can I just stop? Can I just sidebar? Sure. Um, yesterday, I spent the whole day thinking that I had a gig last night. <gasps> and to the point where I'd, I'd had my shower, I was getting right. into my... I was, yeah. I was donning the motley. And um, We don't want to know about that. And then, for some reason, I thought... Actually, no one's mentioned whether I'm... Uh, and I had a look, and uh, I had to look at the listings of the theatre. <laughs> and lo and behold, I wasn't on. <gasps> right. Frank, that's like when it was your birthday and I had to double-check the date. Well, I Googled But that's it. fair enough. But I... Um, you know, also, on a, a show day feels a bit different from a non-show Definitely. day. Definitely. So I'd add all that for, to no avail. It's not dissimilar to me last week driving to Leeds a night before I was due Indeed. on. What's happened to us? Although, I'll tell you what, the following night, I really timed my journey really well. I can see the benefit of a commute. Well, yeah, it's good. It's like walking the course. Yeah. Entry. You know what? Excuse <laughs> me, this news just in. Oh, sorry. The, the boffins have found out. So Frank Skinner's on at nine... Am I? Um, yes. <laughs> Can I just tell you when you're on? I'll tell you both the listings. I think it's 9.30. No, yeah. you're not. You're on at 9. I've checked online. 9pm assembly, right, in Well, look, Edinburgh. it's more or less sold out. Uh, no, I know, Legend. but I'm, this is my predicament, <laughs> OK? Alan, 9.20. Yeah, so if you can't see Frank, you've got time to get your skates. Pleasant, other side of town, 15 minutes. Who am I going to go to I'm first? I'm not proud. 
Um, I don't know what to do. I will. You will. It all will be revealed who I chose, Frank oh or Alan, goodness. on anyway, the first show. But we'll be. Uh, yeah. So there'll be. Um, it'll be all about the festival. We'll go and see shows and talk about. Stuff I'm going to see like Christopher that. Biggins. I mean, well, <laughs> if you can get in. <laughs> yeah. Or Christopher um, Christopher Gratings as that uh, bloke who said the Great Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> Any road. You've still got off. my copy of The Big Gatsby. <laughs> By the way, that bloke. I'm asking it back off him, Frank. <laughs> did you do as I did that picture of the Queen and Boris? There's family pictures in the background, and the first thing I did was make <laughs> sure that she'd got all of them, had missed any out. Oh, oh. Yeah. but they, they were all there. Unlike him, got a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's got that kind of wall space. Uh, God, he's got a mate in Mexico who can help out. Um, so the Queen will have to move them if she's on through the keyhole. Yeah, good point. <laughs> that's going to be such a good I mean, that's going to be, it's going to kill it in one. be quite a giveaway anyway, though. I love that she wears a bag inside, though. Go yeah. for it, go. No, no, that's gossip. <laughs> so, listen... <laughs> Yes, yeah, so next week um, we will be live from the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, a better pack. And you know what? Um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we will still though be back again this time next week. And get out! This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.